Well, good afternoon, and thank you once again for joining me for Business, the Law and You. Julian Campbell here, and we've got another interesting show lined up for you this week. But later in the program, we'll have a look at one of our Harvard Business Review tips. This particular one, don't let feeling like an imposter hold you back. Also going to be having our chat with Christina. We're going to be talking about exploring relationships in business. But right now we're going to have a chat with Kimberly Claire Campbell, who is a business mentor at the Hunter Region Business Hub. We're going to talk about starting a business. Good afternoon, Kimberly. Good afternoon, Julian. How are you? I'm well, and, and yourself? I'm well too, enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, it's very warm today, isn't it? Um, so, we've got the... Uh, JobKeeper changing at the end of this month and also the possibility of it being closed next year. So now's the right time to start thinking about your future options and maybe self-employment would be one of them. So how do you know if you've got what it takes to be self-employed? I think there's five key qualities to somebody who's suited to be to being self-employed. Um, it's not for everybody. So my list goes like this. Um, you're going to be somebody who's very curious and keen to learn, uh, not going to be happy with the status quo. So if there's something that you need to learn to run your business, a new skill, for instance, you'll be the person that will be out there Googling it, looking at YouTube videos to find out more information to make that happen. You're also going to be someone who's self-motivated, so the person that sees something doing and gets on and does it. Um, I know we often feel we'd like our children to do that, but those people that do that naturally are more likely to be self-employed. They're the one that sees there's um, mess out the front of the building and will go and sweep it up without being told to do so. They also need to be problem solvers. So if you're seeing something that's not working the way it needs to, you're the one that will go out and find out how to fix it. If the system's not meeting the needs of a customer or the business, then you're the one that will find a better way. You'll look for those solutions. It can be as simple as finding a different postage solution when prices are too high or people aren't coming to pick up parcels or even if items are taking too long to be delivered, you'll find a solution and a way around that that will help make customers happy. You're also the type of person that will embrace challenges. So as we know, and especially now in COVID, uh, it's not a smooth ride in business. There's lots of things that are challenging. And whilst things are great when they're going well, um, if they're not going great, then you'll be the one that will find a solution to make things better. And you'll also have a flexible and adaptive mindset. So business like life is full of ups and downs and change. And being your own boss is, uh, it means you have to be adaptable to what's changing in the world. And whilst with the COVID situation, not every business has been able to adapt or change their core offering, they can find solutions to the challenges that they're facing. Yeah, I think there's some very important points there, being, being a learner and being self-motivated and, of course, uh, acceptable with change because those things do happen. So mm. I've come up with this business idea. What's my next step? So the first thing would be to research your business idea. Is it just a really great idea or is it actually an opportunity? And if it is an opportunity, is the the marketplace already crowded? So we do our research to find out if there is a need for our product or service 
And if so, how many people want it? Uh, local libraries in the Hunter have amazing resources of information. So pop down to your local um, library and you'll be able to find business journals and, and research information. There's also the um, industry journals. There's the census and local governments have great information available for small business. So you can do your research with them as well. Um, and if you have a fabulous idea but your product is an infrequent purchase, so maybe people don't purchase very often, like a mattress if it's an occasional thing, you might struggle to make a profit and a sustainable business. So you really need to know that before you go into business to see if it will be viable. Uh, and as we mentioned before, small business people need to be able to solve problems for their customers. So you'll need to be able to identify how the customer is dealing with that problem currently and if you can solve that problem in a better way for them because this helps you decide or reveal to your customer how your business is different and unique so you stand out from the crowd. And, of course, Mr Google will be uh, very helpful in this matter to start with and uh, I believe SurveyMonkey is quite useful to carry out surveys to, to really find out uh, what, what the problems are that people are having to solve. Yeah, so. and if you hop into Facebook groups and you're interacting in that core niche, you'll often find out what those problems are and the kind of solutions that people are looking for that they can't get yet. So the next big step that a lot of uh, people that, are, that talk to me about, and they, they're worried that they don't get customers. So how do I find my customers? So the key to any small business or any business is marketing. It's really essential. And there's lots of different ways that we can do that. So when we're able to, in-person networking events is fantastic because people do really buy from people. Mm. Online networking groups are a great substitute and you can meet people from all over Australia, all over the world there. Uh, and referrals come from those situations as too. And, of course, we've got traditional vehicle signage, building signage, advertising. But as we know, most advertising is done on Google and Facebook these days. Uh, as I said, social media. In lots of different ways, you can use social media to find your customers. And, of course, nowadays it's essential for your business to have a website. We want our, our marketing to be very focused on our niche customers so we're not wasting time, money and energy on trying to target everywhere, that we're focusing on that ideal customer and meeting their needs. And of course, our website needs to be very effective. Um, what, what legal issues do I need to consider? So the first thing is that you will need a business name. If you're not trading under your own personal name, then you do need to register your business name is ASIC. It will cost you $36 for one year and $85 for three years. Um, and if you're going to register anything for business, ABN or your business name, make sure you use a .gov.au website. That'll help you avoid any additional fees and charges that there may be. You also need to register an ABN and uh, you can do that online. It's very easy. And if you expect your business turnover is going to be $75,000 or more in the first 12 months, then you do need to register for GST. It's really important that you, you tick all these boxes so that you do have a legal business. And you also need to remember that the only way we can keep control of our business is if we do our accounts and we keep accurate 
financial figures. Otherwise, we can't claim our business expense and we don't really know what's happening. So uh, the government's doing quite a bit to try and help people in business. Is there any way a government can help with starting a small business? Yes. So there's a couple of really great programs available at the moment. There's a one that's a two-week course for anybody who is looking for full-time work and thinking a small business might be an option, and that's the Exploring Being Your Own Boss course. Um, and it takes you through all the basics that you need to know so you can really research your business idea and see if it's a viable idea to go with. And for those businesses who have done that basic research, they know that they're ready to start their business, there's the new Enterprise Incentive Scheme, which is a six-week full-time business training management course sponsored by the government. And you also get 12 months business mentoring with that. So really beneficial programs so that you're not starting your business alone. You've got valuable support to help you get up and running. And that's a fantastic program. It's been around for 30 years. And it has. many uh, successful small businesses here in the Hunter. So to find out more, we can go to the huntervalleyhub.com.au website. That's right. Great. Well, thanks very much for your time. We'll chat with you next month. Thanks, Julian. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Kimberly Claire Campbell with uh, some good information there. Starting your own business may very well be your option out of the present challenges we're having at the moment. And you're listening to Business, The Law and You on 2NURFM. It's coming up to 23 minutes past one. Time to have our chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Good afternoon, Julian. Um, and you just mentioned it's a beautiful, warm, sunny day. <laughs> it is indeed. It's lovely, yeah. We're nice gonna t- Sorry? Yeah. Oh, I just hope we, um, we don't get too warm. We're going to explore relationships in business. We are, and how appropriate that that song is playing before we have a conversation. Um, just let me be myself. So I think that's a very crucial line in relationships, uh, particularly at the moment. We talked about trust and transparency um, Mm. last week. Mm. There's much emphasis at the moment on being authentic, being real, walking the talk, um, and relationships are crucial at the moment. So... And, and we should say that a lot of people rang in last week to uh, to say how how much they enjoyed that segment. That was yeah, that's very nice. And and uh, but I, it's such a topical um, thing to be talking about, and I think mm. it's something that we all need to be very much aware of. And relationships kind of comes on from that. So the the beauty of a relationship uh, and the connection that people need, particularly right now, where there's a lot of people working from home. But it's very much, you know, at one point in time, we were a different persona when we were at work. We were a different persona uh, when we were um, in our homes. We were a different persona when we were with the in-laws, whatever. We're actually realising that, that we are one person and the relationships that we build, whether they're at work, whether they're at home, whether they're, you know, with, with friends and colleagues, we need to show up with the same values, the same authenticity, the same beliefs, because you can't be one thing in one respect and, and something else in another. And this, mm. I think shows itself in your business uh, because it's the relationships that you have with your staff. You know, you can't pretend to care about staff um, and have a relationship with them and then then go out and be incongruous with what that belief is. So for me, the relationships that are forming at the moment, um, people are connecting. and, And it's quite strange in some instances, Julian, because... We're working so much more, you know, whether it's on, on Microsoft Teams or whether it's on Zoom or whatever platform it is, we are connecting with a lot more people um, than potentially we did uh, when we were working in the office 
let me qualify that. We're connecting with different people. Mm, um, different so, mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a different way, but also I find myself connecting with a lot more different people than potentially I would have if I was, you know, go back 12 months because we've actually been working remotely um, for a bit longer than, than COVID-19 made people work remotely for. Um, but, but I'm finding that if before there was travel, uh, and we were meeting a lot more people in that regard. But we're actually meeting a lot more people online as well than, than we uh, were before. So relationships for me are critical. Having that authenticity in a relationship and building a relationship with people in business that are aligned with your values um, and aligned with the vision that you want for, for your organisation, particularly for small businesses. So there's this alignment there's this opportunity for collaboration but if you can't collaborate with somebody that you don't have a really strong relationship with first or, or don't agree with their values exactly so values and vision are, are one of the first things you need to to be looking at and you know when you're actually walking your talk and when you're walking in the vision and the values that you believe in it's amazing how you attract the people that have similar vision and values and the conversations I find the conversations are going straight to um, straight to meaning. So I know we've had lots of uh, organisations approach us. We work with a lot of startups as well, uh, and it's that real authenticity that's happening right from the beginning of any relationship, uh, and it kind of cuts through. Cuts. I want to say cuts through. I'll just say cuts through the rubbish. Mm. Um, so we, we don't have the time. It's not necessarily small talk because we do get to know each other through that that over the water cooler conversation. Um, but it has this more intensity, more depth around it. So I really like the conversations um, that a lot of people are having, how they're authentic, how they cut to the chase, how people are really wanting to have impact and help each other. So I think that's where the basis of relationships really is leading people these days. Mm, all right. Well, thanks very much for your time. We'll have a chat again next week. I look forward to it, Julian. Have a great week. And you too. Bye-bye. Christina there talking about relationships. And, yeah, relationships have uh, taken on a new twist, haven't they? And you're listening to Business, The Law and You on 2NURFM. It's coming up to 28 minutes to 2. Time for our Harvard Business Review tip. This particular one is don't like don't let feeling like an imposter hold you back. We've all had that feeling of being a poser, being unworthy or being unqualified to do something we've been tasked to do. But the fact that everyone occasionally suffers from imposter syndrome, even CEOs, doesn't make it any easier to handle. Next time you feel like you're in over your head, try these three things. First of all, recognise the benefits of being a novice. There are positives to being new in your field. When you're not stepped into the conventional wisdom of given prof- by, by a given profession or industry, you can ask questions that haven't been asked before or approach problems in ways others haven't thought of. Secondly, adopt a learning mindset. Focus more on what you're learning than on how you're performing. Don't beat yourself up for making mistakes. Appreciate that your limitations and missteps are helping you develop. And finally, know that you're not alone. If you're not feeling like an imposter, or if you are feeling like an imposter, chances are that others in your situation feel exactly the same way. Um, As Tina Fey once quipped, 
I realise that almost everyone is a fraud, so I try not to feel too bad about it. So it's an interesting point. Sometimes we do feel a bit over our head. we just be ourselves, as we were talking about earlier. Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. In a moment, Jane Klein will be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. Next week, we're going to continue our recent chat with Kim Nicholson from HR On Hand about employee engagement. We'll have our Minute on Innovation with Christina and some more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. I'd love your company again for Business, the Law and You at the same time next week. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous week. And as Tony Robbins once said, identify your problems, but give your power and energy to solutions. <laughs>